0: Fuck the MTA. Yep. Yep. That's how I'm starting off this podcast. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Fuck the MTA. Fucking always inconveniently inconveniencing ass motherfuckers. Man, these niggas is the worst. Hi, everybody doing, man. Welcome to another episode of I'm Just Saying Podcast. I'm sorry about my rampage, but I am on a rampage. I am your host, Henry. A.K.A. T. The Vocalist. Man, listen, man. I'm just tired of the MTA's bullshit. You know what it is? It's the MTA's bullshit along with, hey, it's three months, so we want to give you another fair hike. Oh, hey, it's been six months since their last fair hike? All right, let's raise it up again. Now, of these fair hikes, if I saw my money going to where it needed to be going, then I wouldn't be as upset. But... My money isn't going to where it's going. I mean, you're saying you're raising the fare hike so you can fix tracks, so you can stop delays and and stop the trains from moving all messed up. Yet they still fucked up. Still fucked up. Started last night. Last night, you know, got off of work. Got off of work early. A whole half an hour early. Got off of work a half an hour early. Got in got on the train. As soon as I get in on the train, I'm on the train tracks with the D and the F. I work in Coney Island. So I'm on the train tracks with the D and the F. And for some reason, they said the D train going over the F line and the F line going over the D line. Why? I don't know. I'm sorry about the noises in the back. I'm recording this shit on my phone and it is what it is. So you're going to hear them noises in the background of annoying ass people continuing to text me, especially if it's Indigo. She just sent me one text. So I'm expecting at least 96 more texts from her before, you know, we can clearly clear the podcast out. And for some odd reason, uh, there goes another one. I told you what I tell you. She's going to send at least 96 messages. There go three. What I tell you. She doesn't know how to send one big message. She has to send 19 different messages at the same time. But anywho, I love you, baby. <laughs> that's not my. That's not my baby. I'm just that was a phrase. I love you, baby girl. Like it was. It's kind of weird. Our relationship is like brotherly, sisterly. So me saying I love you, baby, is kind of incest. Back to the MTA. Anywho, so I don't know why the D or the F line are running over each other. Like, I understand if it was the D running over the Q line and then the F running over the N line. You know, I understand shit like that. But they're on the same track and they're going over each other's track. Why not just have the D go to D line and the fucking F go to F line? Hey. well, anywho. So, we're going one mile a minute last night. One mile a minute. One mile a minute, going very slow. Yet, yeah, for each train station, we're stuck there for 10 minutes. Each train station. Look am why the fuck are we waiting every train station 5 to 10 minutes to leave out? It's not like there's a train. Of, there is no train in front of us. I had to wait 10 minutes before we left out the station. And I get on the very first stop. So there is absolutely no train in front of us. None whatsoever. Yet, yeah. I had to go through all that bullshit last night. All right, cool. No problem. Today, afternoon, 1 o'clock, 1.30 in the afternoon, there should be no issues, right? Because, you know, NTA is not going to make 100,000 white people angry at them. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So during the 9 to 5, oh, yes, these trains will work as properly as we can get them to work. But, some dickhead Decides at Nosten Avenue Eh, I wanna go run through the train stations Through the tunnels So they shut the train station down From Euclid All the way to motherfucking J Street Barrel Hall No train They shut the power off actually Forget not having the trains They shut the power off both ways Both ways now I'm like, why would they shut the power off both ways? Well, they cut it off, I guess, to go find them or whatever, whatever. Okay, boom. Right? So about 10-15, well, 20-30 minutes, that's going on. So that happens. Right? But then I'm noticing, you know, because I walk from I walk from Broadway Junction all the way down to Notion <laughs> Avenue. And I'm looking in the train station. You know what I'm saying? I'm asking people, do they see trains in the tunnel? They're like, no. There's no trains at any stop. Yet the power's off. Now, this is just me. This is me being a Virgo, thinking too deep into shit, overanalyzing, possibly. My conspiracy theory hat is on. So, this rock with me, though. For those who don't, who's now unfamiliar with the New York City train system and the train line I'm talking about, I'm talking about the A and the C line. And uh, it basically, it's a, it's a major line going down Fulton Street, uh, which, uh, if you're familiar, which is in Brooklyn. That goes all the way from downtown Brooklyn all the way to its West Buffalo. Like, psh, damn near Queens. But anyway. So there's a lot of stops between Broadway Junction and Nostrand. There's about a good... Uh, uh, Good. I could say eight stops. I'm strong on that. I I feel confident in that number, eight. Between Broadway Junction, yeah, uh, one, two, three, about six, eight, eight. I could say six between six and eight. So between six and eight stops, right? There's no train. There's no train in the tunnels. There's no train at the station during this hour. Time out. Time out. Time out. out, out. So you mean to tell me a person hit the ladder, basically, because out of the blue, they just luckily knew what time there will be no train between those eight stops to where he can just run in the tunnel? No, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, this is a very heavy hour. <laughs> of train traffic. Damn, they rush out. And you telling me there's no train between them eight stops? Not one single train between them. Now, and, 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 and I'm walking it. So there's no traffic. It's not like, you know, I'm walking and I'm walking. When I'm walking, I'm walking above the tracks. Outside, they has like little uh, things to where, you know, you can hear the train, whatever like that. So I'm walking above it and I don't hear nothing. I hear absolutely nothing. I'm going downstairs. Hey, y'all see any trains in the tunnel? No, no trains in the tunnel. Nothing. So you mean to tell me... (laughs) Because I've been riding the train all my life. You mean to tell me. Except for the two years I had a car. You mean to tell me that there's no trains between Broadway Junction, Notion Avenue, yet the power is out on the track, but yet there's no train on the track. Come on now. Come on now. I know what I'm being, I know what I'm being lied to. You ain't got to lie to me. Especially, I don't want no lies from the MTA. At all. No fucking lies from the MTA. Man jumped on the dance. You know what? I think he figured out a schedule. <laughs> and something happened down there. We're going to figure it out. But that brings me to my next segment. This whole thing, this whole episode is about me mainly about the MTA. My next segment is the MTA's accommodation, right? And this is why I want to bring up the MTA accommodation. First of all, I want to salute all mothers out there who, you know, have the difficult task of having to travel on the train with a stroller. And the reason I'm saying this is because I'm not coming at y'all, ladies. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Some of y'all be on the train with a Hummer stroller. Now, whoever don't know what a Hummer is, a Hummer is a very big Jeep. A very big SUV. It's wide. It's just inconveniently just big. Some of these strollers be inconveniently big. And 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 I did it. I'm not gonna lie, when I first had my first kid, I brought her the biggest, doofy stroller in the world. She came out six pounds, four ounces, yet I bought her the biggest stroller in the world. The stroller had to weigh 50 pounds on the top. <laughs> I say that to say this though. The way the NTA accommodates for people for wheelchairs, and I'm not saying anything bad about people who are in wheelchairs or anything. I love you guys just as well. But I'm saying, there are more women with strollers who ride the train than there are people with wheelchairs. And I'm talking about the train and the bus. There are more people with strollers who ride the train and the bus that there are than people who are in wheelchairs. And if I'm, you can make a little area on the train and have these specific seats for wheelchair people on the buses... In this particular area, people can park their wheelchair. Then you should have the same accommodations for women or people with strollers. Because they're the ones who ride the train more. And, and they're the ones who are paying full price. Some of these wheelchair people get on these niggas don't even pay. They don't even pay the discounted price they are supposed to pay. They just get on, get wheeled to the back, and that's the end of the conversation. A lot of these females with strollers and a lot of parents, dudes too. I'm not knocking. I was a dude with a stroller. I was a dad with a stroller. So it's not just the moms, the dads too, but it's I see mostly women. So I'm, I'm rocking with the women right now, fellas. Fall back. Parents, period, in general, with strollers, pay full price. We don't... It's not like we walk on the bus, set the stroller up, then sit down when I can't. No, we walk on the bus, and sometimes, depending on the bus driver, we got to pay before we even, even sit the child and the stroller down. So I'm just saying... In my opinion, the NTA should be able to accommodate females or parents, let me just say parents because I don't want it to be one sided. Parents with strollers. I, f- I picked the parents with strollers over the wheelchair space. No offense to wheelchair people, but on some Jeep shit, you motherfuckers got accessorized. I'm sorry. I don't mean, I need I No, because no. Yeah, matter of fact, no, I'm going there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm really just saying. You guys have an accommodation. You literally get on the trains and buses, especially the bus, especially the wheelchair people. inconveniencing people, because people trying to get places on time, whatever. I have to spend 20 minutes at this bus stop because we have to fucking make the back of the bus do the transformer thing in order to get your ass up there because you want to ride the bus. Not only do you ride the bus, but I feel you don't even pay. So you're getting a free ride, which I feel is fucked up. I don't give a shit if you don't got no fucking feet, whatever. You pay just like everybody fucking else. Or you pay a discounted price. You don't pay at all. So you're inconveniencing me. Then you're getting a free ride. And then when we get off, you got to wait another 20 minutes for you to get... Man, listen. And you guys have Accessoride out here. Which is... Drops, picks you up from your doorstep. Drops you to your destination. Picks you up from your destination, drops you to your doorstep, and it's cheaper than the train and the bus. It caters to you. So what? You know what? I'm moving on. I'm just saying. Just saying. Some of you motherfuckers just inconveniently inconvenience people. Point blank. Period. But I feel that MTA should accommodate strollers over wheelchairs. Which brings me to my next segment. There was a chick on the train today with two kids. Both of the kids were under the year, age of one. And she had a stroller. She had a very big, ridiculous stroller. And she was sort of, I don't, I'm trying to find a way to word this so I won't sound misogynistic or unempathetic to. A mom with with kids but her stroller was no oversized you know we're on a very crowded train during a you know this is when the train started working guys because after 30 minutes started working in but this is after a 30 minute freeze because some guy wanted to run in the train so now we're sitting here on a crowded train and you have an overly sized what's the name and I'm gonna paint the picture for you guys uh, anybody who ever been on a New York City train, they know how it's usually setting. I was on the A train, so every mostly all A trains are made the same. The door is open, I am at the first door in the cart, meaning usually each cart has three or four doors two, you know, one on the one on each outside of the cart, and then of the cost of tools in the middle. So I'm on one of the outside ones, and everybody knows every time you enter an outside, the last cart, all the first cart. First, last door or the first door of a cart to your left or to your right depending on how you enter the door there are usually the three seats and those are the three seats that's the end of the cart so towards the left or the right is where you know the, the middle begins so I am literally in the, in the middle she's sitting on the first chair to the left of the door and there's a stroller in front of me so I'm in between two strollers so, this oversized stroller, when she gets off the train, the way she's getting off the train, she's basically trying to move, she's basically trying to get to the door. She's not at the door though. Remember, I told you, it's crowded. She is literally moving it. You know how people inch it? She's not inching it. She's pushing her stroller to the door while we're still pulling into the station moving, trying to move, bumping people They're like this, she feels entitled, she's she, I have the stroller, I supposed to get to the door which, hey listen, that's not how it goes, if somebody's already at the door four or five people already at the door, mama you gotta wait in line for number six, we're all exiting but she's like you guys don't understand she's moving people out of like People are, oh, oh, excuse me, sorry. She's she's not, they're saying, excuse me, sorry, because they turn around and see the lady with two babies. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, sorry. but at the same time, it's no, bitch, what the fuck is you doing? Why are you hitting my ankles? That's what I would have said if I would have got them. I ain't gonna lie. I don't give a shit if you got two kids in the hand or not. Bitch, it's common sense. Why the fuck are you hitting me on my ankles? But, that's me. I'm not wrapped too tight all the way. Anywho, so, I automatically figured, dang, why, why is she acting like that? I look good, and then I look at her face, and she, she's got the little angry face, and oh, no why is she mad for? But then, I started, you know, me being a Virgo, started, my mind went left. I'm like, damn, that, that baby there looks maybe, hmm, maybe 10 months. And this one looks like it was just born. She has newborn in a harness, and the baby in a the 10-month-old in a stroller. I'm looking like, damn, why is she moving around so, and, you know me, you know, like, maybe she's just having a bad day, you know, and then I thought about it, I'm like, damn, son, why are you on the, why you on the train with two kids by yourself, like, two, two, not even a year old by yourself, what's the baby father, like, my, my mind started racing, like, hey, was the baby father, because I'm not even going live, my bad mother. If we had a kid, and then you know, if we didn't work out, we had another. If we didn't work out. She had another kid, or I had another kid with her, and it was you know less than a year. I whatever appointment you got, I'm coming with you. Just I know how traveling with the stroller is, as a father. So I know that if you're traveling with two kids, one in a harness and one in the stroller, it's, it's it's very difficult. And some of these train stations, like I said, don't accommodate people with strollers. So I was thinking like, damn, son, like and I was then when my mind started racing about then why she angry. I was like and then I was like, you know what? Who I got to the question in my deep thought as my thoughts were just raining in and one stuck out to me, the thought of whose fault is this? When I mean whose fault is it, whose fault that she is in the situation to where she is on the train with two big kids under a year and she's by herself? And my first reaction was, it's the father's fault. It's the man's fault. Men, men. I said men, then I said man's. The reason I said man's is because this could be the same father or it could be not, but it doesn't matter. Who was the parent of the two children isn't the matter. It's the point of he, you know, gave her a baby, you know what I'm saying, whatever, and then she probably nut, I mean, nutted up on her again before it was time to and made another baby and she had him, and now she's on the train by herself. All oh, his fault, all oh, his fault, right? And then I throw the button. Shit then, I'm always playing devil's advocate. So the devil's advocate in me kicked in. And I'm like, maybe it's her fault. I mean, she let the nigga shoot up a club twice. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I'm just giving y'all where my thoughts are going. I'm going on a rampage about nothing now. Uh, let me check my checklist. I have a checklist now, y'all. Yes, I do have a checklist now. Checklist. Uh, okay, where we at? Oh, schedule changed. My schedule has changed. I'm no longer working overnights. I work three to eleven for job number two, and overnight to job number one. But job number two gives me more hours. So I mean, they probably job number one now, right? Anywho, so working three to eleven, you know, <coughs> it's kind of okay. Excuse me about that. That's okay. It's cool. One thing I do notice is, uh, it's the mosquito. I'm I wasn't going to work ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at night. I wasn't privy to seeing certain shit that I was privy to seeing yesterday, my first time doing the afternoon shift in a long time. And this is what I was privy to yesterday. Yesterday, I was privy to pigeon. Now I know some of y'all laughing, but where I come from. Pigeon sightings are everywhere. So now that I work in Coney Alley, where wilderness and wildlife begins, (laughs) I see pigeons and I see a lot of them. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? No, see, my theory was in the style, all the Chinese restaurants scooped up all the pigeons, so you know, you know, poor fire riot for young. They go, your beef and broccoli. But I came out here and I'm like, oh shit, pigeons now. Not, not only did I see birds and shit, but I saw mosquitoes. Now, I usually don't worry about mosquitoes because for some reason, they don't bother me. I thought. I thought. So I'm sitting there yesterday. I'm saying? Then I got bit by a mosquito on my arm. Oh, shit. First, I, I thought I was hype. Well, oh, shit, mosquitoes fucked me. <laughs> and then, one of these food is for you bitch-ass motherfuckers. Bites me On my ball spot Really? Really? I'm just saying I'm just saying What Disrespectful ass insect Bites a nigga on the ball spot I mean come on Out of all places to bite You bite the ball spot my nigga There's certain areas Like this should be insect etiquette Yes, insect etiquette. I said it. You can't sit there and buy the nigga on a ball spot if your ass is an insect. Point blank, period. You can't buy the nigga in the genital area, underarms, face, or ball spot. Those are the rules. Those should be insect rules. Yes, insect rules. Insect etiquette. I need it. Motherfucker. Yo, first of all, I didn't even know a nigga could. Can- Get bit on the ball. I got a hat on. <laughs> and out of all the places, how you buy a nigga on the ball spot? <sighs> I'm going on a rampage. Anyhow, next segment. <laughs> Whew. Uh, I want to give you guys an update on my child support thing. I think I'm going to make that a regular thing. I want you to guys walk. I want you guys to walk this journey with me. Um. Child support. <laughs> well, I told you guys a little bit, you know, on my situation the last time. So now I'm in the process of trying to rectify a lot of things with the child support. For the simple fact, the other day, like I told you, I got a letter in the mail saying they're going to start taking, not uh, the difference, not the in-between, but the same exact amount that they check for one check, they'll be taking for my second judge check, which isn't a problem. I never had an issue with pain. I only had an issue with the payments being correct so you know there's something called uh, lift legal services and for any man who's listening out here please, please, please 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 please, please, please. if you don't know what you're doing because I was very naive I was very very uninformed about the child support process and a lot of men are a lot of men are uninformed and what we don't want to you know, ask for help, but it's there and it's needed because we'll wind up overpaying. And and, and, and at the same time, I don't want to say that because I, I'm the type of father who feels it's my child, so there's no such thing as an overpayment. There's no such thing as an overpayment. But when you're at a point in your life where you can't provide for yourself, then something something has to give. When, when, when you can't afford to get to work Something you, I, I don't want to get too emotional, too deep in it because this is a real emotional subject for me because I've been dealing with this for over ten years. So it's 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 it's, it's very hard, you know. Saying it's it's I've missed a lot of gatherings due to it, you know. Hey, you coming out tonight? Ah, I can't. You know, I, I've missed out on a lot of opportunity to to date because of it, you know. Just be, not being able to afford to pay for a date. Uh, I've I've missed opportunities to, 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 to living places because, you know, one mother decided to go back to court to get more money, got it granted, and now my check is even lesser and now I can't afford to pay my rent. Or I've spent nights where, I had to spend a couple of weeks with no lights and we flash lining it up. I had to charge my phone at work and, and, you know, buy portable chargers. This is a lot. So, anyway, yesterday, on... I, I, I call Lift Legal Services just to get some information and just to give you a mindset of what I deal with. When I call, a lady picked up. Now, we're gonna pause right there. When I call certain establishment, establishments like, like like child support or, or something like that, or, or even the courthouse for like visitations and shit like that, if a female picks up, my morale drops. And as ladies, it's nothing personal. Don't think I love listen, let me explain something. I love women. Through and through. I have no issues with females. I don't believe in double standards when it comes to women. Like I uh, damn near feminists if you. <laughs> but at the same time, just rock with me here and follow me. When I when I when she answers the phone and I notice a female, my mouth dropped a little bit. Because I have to take into consideration two things. Okay, she's a female. I have to take into consideration, A, one, is she a mother? Two, is she a bitter baby mother? There's a reason I have to take those two things into consideration. People don't understand. When, when Subconsciously, we do things that we don't even know that we're doing. Period. Point blank period like for it's for example and I know I'm going off go for the changes All going turning to the left when I first got at my other job I don't want to say it lot, Then people might know I might get back to whatever. When I got first got to my other job before I reached there I was told be careful because they can be very racist blah blah blah. Now once I was told that my temperature was on 100 day one. As soon as I walked in, I was looking for it, expecting it, wanted to hear it. Did, did somebody to, 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 to even... Oh, I was on it. I was looking for it. By day four, I realized that these are some of the nicest motherfuckers in the world. And I don't... And, and then it ha- took me to realize that the person who told me to look out... Doesn't even work here. <laughs> they work at a different office. <laughs> never worked here. So, subconsciously, I'm over here amped up. Looking for something that probably I never going to see. Bring me back to my case in point. A bitter baby mother who works for Le- Lift Legal Services, which is a child support service who help families out who need legal services for child support. Here's a man on the line <laughs> trying to figure out his child support issue. <sighs> Long story short, nigga, don't be looking for help sometimes. And and, and honestly, I don't, I hate to say it sometimes, but that's how it goes. Even when I call the hotline, I hear it. Like, you hear it. You can feel it. I've been dealing with this for 10 years. I've been paying for 10 years. So it was not like... And the reason I'm telling you guys this is because it's before they put my information in. See, once they put my information in and see I've been paying child support for over 10 years, up to date with my child support, you know what I'm saying? I'm not backed up or whatever. The the, the aura changes because they see I'm one of the good guys, but before it gets there, I'm already prejudged. Already prejudged out the gate just because I'm a man. And I could be thinking too much into it, but this is 10 years of me dealing with this, so maybe I'm onto something. This may be... But anyway, back to the story. So I call. And when I call, you know, she answers the phone, so my morale dropped on my life oh, shit. So I called and I, I explained to her why am I calling and what type of legal services that I, I'm looking for. And the first question she asks me is, and I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be transparent here with you guys. I act. I said, I would like to uh, get a talk to a lawyer to see what my options is for a downward modification and her first question was well why do you think that you deserve a downward modification that was her first sentence not what is your name what are the account on numbers so i can look into your account not hello That was the very first line out of her mouth. Why do I think that I deserve a downward modification? I simply explained to her, well, ma'am, at my job, talking about job number one, I no longer work the hours I used to work. So, what you guys were taking out based on what I was getting before, I don't get now. And I also explained to her that I have three different cases and I believe when I went to court for, like, after my first case, which is when my oldest child, uh, the other two cases, when I went to court, like, okay, there's three cases. So when I went to court for case one, they say the payment arrangement. I was that. When I went to court for case two, I didn't inform them about case one. So they made a payment arrangement set to the salary that I make, thinking I have no other obligations. And the same thing happened for number three. And that's where I fucked up at. So I explained this to her and I was thinking, well maybe, you know, if they see all of this, there will be a change and this person won't get the same money because they're not supposed to be getting the same amount. Whatever. or it might be less you know, I'm just I'm trying to explain to her, listen, man, I have no problem paying. I only have an issue where I have nothing left after you guys take the payment. I understand you guys want me to work and you want your money. So, no problem. Those are my kids. I want you to have the money. But when you take all of my money from me. And I have no way to work to make more money for you. There's an issue. She goes, well, this is what we could do. I can see if I can have an appointment. And if I do, you could come in and we could look at your paperwork. And if you need help with something, we can help. Like, she was just. And then I was like, okay, cool, no problem. She said, fine, let me get your account number. I gave her my, all three of my account numbers, gave him my name, my information, everything. And then it happened. And then it happened. She goes, so do all three of these cases know about each other? I'm like, I don't believe so. I believe I didn't inform. She's like, well, I think that's what's the issue with is, sir. That's the problem. They probably taking too much foot man, listen, I it was a total it was a totally new person. Totally new fucking person. Totally new fucking person. Now I say that to say this. When you hear the word child support, you automatically think deadbeat. And sometimes that isn't the situation. I was in a situation one time where my son, I was with my son's mother paying child support. Fully living with her. In a full relationship. Full relationship. Going to bed with her at night. coming Going to work. Coming home to her. Paying child support. Sometimes it has nothing to do with being a deadbeat. Nothing at all. But you hear those words and people get this assumption and they just automatically think that, you know, it is what it is. But uh, I'm scheduled to go see the lawyer and bring in all my different documentations in tomorrow. So the next podcast, I would keep you guys updated on it. I just uh, figured, you know, I'll bring you guys along to this journey. And to any females and mothers who feel I'm wrong, listen, man, I have no problems playing. I have no issue paying for my children. No issues. My only issue is when after i paid you guys and I look at my check that it says $0. If I can't get to work to work for more money for my kids, what am I supposed to do? That's all I'm saying. This has to be something wrong. There has to be a law against them taking 100% of your check. I don't give a shit about what the fuck you owe, what the payment is. If they're taking 100% of your check, something is wrong. How do they expect for you to get to work for them to continue to pay you? You I need to change the subject because I'm getting upset. and I I don't even know what mark, mark we at. We are at the 34-minute... Oh, my God, 35 minutes. I've been talking on a rampage. These podcasts are only supposed to be 20 to 30 minutes, but it is what it is. I only did 20 minutes last one, so I guess I can go 10 minutes over this one. <sighs> Let's change the subject to something happy. Uh, I want to have a uh, guest on my podcast. Yes, I want a guest. A guest of debate, And the guest I want, I'm going to invite my homegirl, who was texting me a million times. ha, <laughs> Indigo, my homegirl right well, she wants everybody to refer to her as Indigo, but I'm a petty-ass nigga, so you still right, she's with me. Deal with it. Uh, anyway, but, nah, Indigo, I want to invite you, and I want to debate some things. And one of the things I want to debate is men versus women. And when I say men versus women, I'm trying to figure out when the fuck did that happen. What I mean by that is, I'm looking on social media, and I see a lot of men shooting shots towards women, a lot of women shooting shots towards men... A lot of posts being about Men da, 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 Women trying to call Men out on shit they do to women women Men trying to call women out on shit They do to men And I'm trying to figure out when the fuck did we start fighting When the fuck did we start fighting I love women I don't want to fight with y'all I don't want to with y'all you know what I'm saying? <laughs> At all I want all y'all to be loved I'm trying to show love So indigo Indigo, this is my personal invite to you. I would like to dev- debate this. It's not just, I don't understand it's man versus woman, but there's going to be a lot of shit under that docket. So we're going to have to break that down. Like, today's title going to be MTA, but there was a lot of shit I said about the MTA thing. So I'm inviting you to come out, and if you want to come out, I would truly appreciate if you come out and... Do the podcast with me, man. We we're supposed to start our own podcast, Go Virgo Talk, but man, we'll talk about that when you get up here. If you accept my invite. So, everybody, tweet her. Her Twitter is, uh, let me, uh, pull her. No, I'm not going to put it up right now. Just uh, type it Indigo Soul, I believe it's up there. Oh, it's spelled a little differently. Uh, whatever. Anyway. Uh,. This part of the podcast this is a new segment I'm starting. It's called BBS. And the BBS stands for Black Business Spotlight. What I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be spotlighting black businesses. What I were going to do was I was going to say that they were my sponsor, but then I'll be lying and I don't want to lie to you guys. So I'm going to just call it Black Business Spotlight. Which I'm going to just spotlight different businesses, friends, family, black-owned businesses that I know. That I support And today's BBS Black Business Spotlight Is K Cubs Family A child care provider K Cubs Is located in the heart of Crown Heights It's near all major business All major buses B15 B45 B47 B12 B17 3 and Utica Avenue It's a child care provider Located In Crown Heights And and it's it's it, I I unfortunately my kids too old <laughs> my kids are too old uh, they only do from newborns to 13 years of age but uh, I know for a fact that they accept all vouchers Monday through Friday 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. is their time uh, they do I mean they can they do got overnight and weekends but they're, they're, they're subject to working out with the owner uh, the owner your name is. Kayritia Boyd. Uh, I've known her for years. Uh, she's always worked with uh, kids. She's always been great with the kids. Um, you need to check her Instagram out at Kay's Cubs Families. That's at K A Y E S C U B S F A M I L I E S. Kay's Cubs Families, and the email is k. cubs families at gmail.com that's k-a-y-e-s c-u-b-s f-a-m-i-l-i-e-s at gmail.com or you can call and get that information directly at 917-984-9491 again bbs black business spotlight this week goes to k's cubs family a child care provider out here located in crown heights brooklyn And now that we done paid the bills I want to spend This time to give a big big shout out And I'm going to end this podcast With somebody who I idolize My fellow Virgo Joe Button Salute to you Salute to Remy Ma Salute to Jinx and Scotty Beam On making a milli, a million a million In three days on State of the Culture I salute y'all I respect y'all but, Joe, you're going to have to put some respect on my fucking retweet, nigga. <laughs> you retweet anybody else but me. But we're going to talk about that one day. One day when I get you on this show, we'll talk about that. All right? I ain't mad at you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyway, it's your boy, Enry, a.k.a. Team The Vocalist. I've been recording for about 40 minutes. I actually got to go do a patrol right now. Yes, I'm still at work right now recording my podcast. But who cares? I don't. <laughs> Uh, anyway, hit me up on Instagram at Enlightened Enry. That's Enlightened underscore Enry. Or hit me up on Twitter at Uh Stay beautiful, stay humble, stay righteous. And i catch y'all next episode. Oh yeah, quick quick update. Since these episodes are only going to be 20 to 30 minutes, I might hit y'all with three to four a week. But definitely minimum two. And uh, it's on all major platforms, so just t- if you got Google Plus, Google, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Castbox, uh, anything you can listen to podcast or just all of them. Just they're all under I'm Just Saying podcast, and I'm out. Peace.